0: fucking
1: talent hey what's happened to Mike Schmidt 40 year old boy podcast remember remember fun was it fun fun that was the best. Remember comedy and laughs? Oh, remember you could just go ahead and sit back and go, oh, here's here's some dumb shit I did this week and everybody go, oh ho ho, look at Mike and his antics. Don't we love Mike's antics? We do. We've loved him for twelve years. We've tuned in to hear his antics go to and fro as he tiptoes through the garden of life and tries not to get besieged by poison ivy or a renegade wasp. Uh, and they're out there, the renegade wasps. They're now calling them Karens and Chads, but the renegade wasps are still out there, ladies and gentlemen. The white Anglo-Saxon Protestants, although I, I think they could gonna change the E to Evangelical, because they're they're the ones fucking everything up, right? The white Evangelical Saxon Protestants, Anglo-Saxon. Well, Anglo-Saxon means white, I suppose, but but it's already white. Wait, white Anglo. Eh, well, hold on, Anglo-Saxon. I always thought was white. But uh, you know what? You know who I'm worried about? The white John Saxon Protestant. Oh, that, I'll tell you what. He'll he'll stare down a a fucking Bruce Lee and think that he's going to team up with him, and then all of a sudden he might backstab him. But then he teams up with him, and then he dies. It's a terrible thing. Spoiler alert. Uh, perhaps he will have his daughter running rampant in on Elm Street, trying to save people from uh, uh the Dream Warriors. Well, no, she wasn't saving people from the Dream Warriors. She was in charge of the Dream Warriors. She was the chief. Uh, let's talk about Nightmare on Elm Street 3 for just a second. Uh, you know, Heather Langenkamp, of course, is uh, Nancy, and uh, she's tormented in her youth by dreams and terrible monsters and uh, and of uh, and, uh, the vision of a ghoulish uh janitor who molested girls and then burned them and had a knife hand and whatever the fuck fine. All right, that's and that's terrible. And then her boyfriend's Johnny Depp and he gets eaten by a bed. And then there's a a volcano of blood vomits forth. And her her drunk mom gets pulled in and the worst Photoshop ever gets pulled in the door at the end of the thing. So it leaves it vague at the end of one. We don't know what the fuck happened, right? But you know what happened? Nancy, who had been chugging coffee and doing her best to stay alive and had to go a had a sleep test. Where she was like freaked out and she brought his hat out of the dream, which didn't make news. Nobody nobody reported that at all. Nobody's like, holy fuck, this woman brought a, a hat in from the dream world and it belongs to molesting janitor from years ago. How, how did that happen? Uh, but they bury this. They put it under the rug. They make sure that nobody knows about it. Fine. All right. And I get that because you don't want anybody to know, Right. You don't want anybody to know that your town murdered a janitor because he was a molester and you threw him in a flame pit or whatever the fuck. And then all of a sudden he's tor- he's terrorizing all your offspring later. And because uh, that's that's got to be a wake up call. Right. That's got to be a revelatory uh circumstance when you stare in the mirror in the morning and you go, holy fuck, uh, we killed a guy and we were justified. Probably not, not really. You're never really supposed to kill anybody. But fuck him. He was a molester. Um and now he's killing our kids and we don't know what to do about it because he lives in the dream world. But then you realize Nancy's the vessel who can go into the dream world and get him. She pulls out the hat and you still bury the fucking thing. God damn it. What's wrong with you people? So you had your chance then to ice Freddy. Instead, you leave him alive for nine more movies. But whatever the fuck. Here's the thing. Nancy in the first movie. Let's talk about this. Nancy goes into the dream world, pulls out a hat, comes back and she's like, ho, ho, Freddy. And everybody's like, no, brutal. And then uh, they don't believe her. And then she has a showdown. And then there's marshmallow stairs and uh, and everything's crazy. And then uh, that's that. And then the second movie, Freddy's gay and a bunch of big gay people are getting roped and whipped, which is weird. Uh, But then you come back for Nightmare on Elm Street three, which is, of course, the dream warriors and uh, and there's Terran and then there's the Harry Potter looking motherfucker and all these dudes who want to fight Freddy because he's come back to kill them again, because I guess their parents also killed him. I don't I don't recall. I remember loving Nightmare on Elm Street three. And I will tell you, it is the best of the series for me. Even better than Nightmare on Elm Street one. Yes, it is. Even though Nightmare on Elm Street 1, Freddy's scarier. He's, he's never more scary than he is in Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street 1 in the alley with the long fucking arms. Tina. <laughs> Tina. Fuck. Whoa, I almost spilled water. Uh, that would have sucked if I spilled water all over the place. Nobody wants to spill water during a podcast. That'd be, that would be sobering. All right, so he's never been scarier than he is in Nightmare on Elm Street 1, right? So then uh, in Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, he's still around, and he's going after these new kids for whatever the fuck reason. And, uh, and, and then... Uh, they all go, well, let's put these kids in a hospital. That's what we should do. These kids are uh, spooked. And everybody's like, well, don't you remember when Nancy pulled a hat out a couple of years ago? And everybody's like, fuck that. Nobody believes Nancy. Well, but we ha- there was actually a hat. There was a physical hat. Roger Rabbit's voice has the hat. He's got it in a fucking hat museum somewhere. And everybody's like, nah, fuck that. We don't care. Nobody cares about Nancy or John Saxon or anybody from the first movie. We're moving on. Let's take these kids and deal with them uh, right now, one on uh, one or five on five. Or let's make, You know what? Here's, the, here's an idea. Let's put them all put them all in a fucking hospital yeah that's the thing and uh and we'll go ahead and make sure that we cure him there and make sure that freddie doesn't get him inside the hospital cool yeah and that's not a bad idea we'll have group therapy sessions well who do you who do you suggest leads these group therapy sessions well it's got to be somebody well trained and skilled in dream warriors right probably would you recommend somebody who is uh traumatized for life by confronting a burned serial killer in her dreams and then stealing his hat hmm I like where you're going with this. And then they give Nancy a job in a hospital. Think about that. Not only Nancy, who knows all about the whole fucking thing with Freddie. It never made news. She didn't go to anybody. Whatever the fuck. She kept it to herself. I don't know. She's in a bathtub, leg spread, fucking knife hand right by her fucking uh, her V'ger. And she's like, what the fuck? Uh, but then she survives all of that, comes out with a hat. They take the hat, tell her it never fucking happened. Her mom is murdered in front of her in a dream, maybe. I don't know. But then in three... She's got a fucking crazy silver skunk lock from being spooked in one and she's got a job at a hospital. So we're we're to assume that that somehow Freddy, uh, did he go on vacation? Or did he just, he bothered the gay guy in the second movie, which is fine, and he forgot Nancy? Cause then she comes back for the third one and she's like, hi, how you doing? I'm a professor of dreams. And everybody's like, really? That doesn't make any sense. Who the fuck is a professor of dreams? And she's like, it's me. Ho, ho, Nancy. Check out the hair, right? Zing, zing. That's me with the hat from before. Everybody's like, I don't know. And she's like, I railed Johnny Depp. They're like, you've got the job. You're in. Uh, she fucked Johnny Depp. So she gets the job and she's got the fucking curly queue of silver skunk lock right in the front. And then she's in charge of the, of the dream misfits who want to fight Freddy in their dreams, and then she's like, this is a good idea. (laughs) Wait a second, what? Why would you say it's a good idea? You tried to fight him in your fucking dreams, and all you got for it was a hat and a dead boyfriend. A blood volcano. You got a a boyfriend who turned into a blood volcano. You got dead Tina, killed in your mom's bedroom, whatever the fuck, and now you're going to go ahead and say, yeah, let's all enter the dream and fight Freddy. It's a good idea. By the way, Roger Rabbit's voice has still got my fucking hat. God damn it. Nancy, really, not a good move. And also... Not a good move by the people at the hospital, because I, you know what, I'm going to say this. I'm going to go on on a limb. I'm going to say that's the same hospital she was examined at. Yeah, that's right. When they brought her in for the sleep test with fucking Roger Rabbit's voice, he's walking around with fucking Carveli's. Like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and give her the fucking business. I'm going to put her to sleep. Then she comes up with a hat, and then years later she comes in. Maybe she did that. Maybe that was her cudgel to get the job. Maybe she walked in and she's like, hey, hi, I'm Nancy. Remember me from the fucking sleep thing? And they're like, no, nobody has any idea who you are. And you're like, look at the hair, bing bing, gray right there, the lock molesting janitor, knife hand, nobody, nobody here. Where's Roger Rabbit's voice? Oh, again, he's with uh, Murray. He and Carvelli, Carvelli and Murray are going, they're da- taunting the sweat hogs. He, he quit this job. All right, well, um, do you have anybody else running the sleep center? Well, no, we don't. We kind of shut the sleep center down. I think we should reopen the sleep center. Nancy, what makes you think we should reopen the sleep center? Well, because if you don't, uh, I'll tell everybody that I was in here for a weird test and I pulled a fucking hat out of the dreamland. and Then you guys never told anybody about it. And fucking Roger Rabbit's hat beat feet with the fucking hat. And I can't fucking tell anybody what the fuck is going on. And they'll say, "Great, let's open the sleep center." You, the woman who almost died under our care, let's go ahead and put you in charge of the very sleep center that you closed because you were almost murdered. How about that? And she said, "Fine, but first, please bring me five misfit children so we can go and fight a war against a, molest- a burn, molested, fucking janitor." I need, I need soldiers in this war against uh, what was his name again? Freddy. Exactly. I need soldiers in the war on Freddy. So, could we get some high school kids who are like, "Don't sleep"? Is that, is that okay? How about, how about the chick from True Romance? she's done building that paper mache fucking house yet, yeah, so let's get her in here. She'll fucking help us out. Ah, oh, what a mess. Who gives Nancy that job? How does Nancy go in? How does she have the balls to go for that job? How? Nancy, I ask you now. How do you have the balls to go for that job? All right. Hi. So uh, so the world has ended, as we know. Everybody knows that. We I mean, used to be fun. We used to have fun and good times. We used to talk. There, were, and there was all sorts of hijinks. Remember hijinks? Weren't those cool? Remember, remember when the hardest thing to, to think about was me beating up a car or some dumb shit like that? Or I worked at a graveyard villain and a guy snuck up on me and I threw a handful of fucking pencils at him. Remember that? Ah, oh, geez, these were the greatest hits. Those were the times of our lives. Remember seven years ago? Let's look at that. Seven years ago is what? 2013? Oh, let's never mind. <laughs> Why would my brain pick seven years ago? Don't pick seven years ago, you fucking clown. Seven years ago, everything went fucking tits up. Um... That was uh, cause eight years ago, I'm on the road. Look at me, I'm playing shows. I'm doing these fucking one man shows. I record a CD. Everybody's happy about it. Everybody loves me. The big angry comes out. I sign it for some people. I have a huge, amazing turn of events where everybody's getting cool things for me. Although I guess it didn't come out until July, uh, but I was touring anyway. I, I, it came out in July of 2013. Well, so 2013 wasn't all bad, I suppose. Um, maybe March wasn't great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go on a limb. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say March of 2013 was not my best time. That was not exactly something I would. uh, I was a fan of. Uh, But still, you go back nine years, go back nine years, go back to 2011. There's me doing a show. There's me pressing the Dracula button. Aren't you happy about that? There's me telling you stories about fucking fighting with a dude through a glory hole and talking to my wife through Amberlynn's thighs. Oh, my Christ, look at the fun we're having with those those fucking episodes. Right. And now every time I show up, I turn on the fucking microphone. I have to talk about the, the, the fucking germ. The germ is here. I don't know if you heard about that. The germ, the germ is back. Are you aware of this? Yeah, the germ has arrived again. Uh, everybody it went on. I went on hiatus. Here's what happened. A, a cop kneeled on the neck of the germ and uh and put it out of commission for a couple of weeks. But the germ came back stronger than ever. Shockingly. Uh And now the germ has arrived and uh, and it's back on the chart with a bullet, folks. I don't know if you're, you're following this. Florida, Texas. California, all spiking in cases. Here in California, they're doing the best thing possible. They're uh they're giving in to the pressure of all the fucking slack jawed motherfucking yokels who are out there who are just like, yeah, hey, uh, you know what? I I don't think I wanna wear my mask, whatever the fuck. I did the imitation of those idiots before. And uh and it worked. That's the worst part. Remember when I imitated them and they were gonna sue Gelsons and whatever the fuck they were gonna do, and like, I'm America, I don't want a mask, man. And then uh it fucking worked. In Orange County, California, they didn't have to wear masks anymore. Because the uh the health lady, what the fuck? Is, I think is that is that the term, the Nancy. There you go. It was the Nancy who ran the sleep center there. The Nancy who ran Orange County, uh who was in charge of fucking telling people what uh, what was good for their health. You know, probably told them to eat a fucking piece of asparagus every once in a while. She was she, I feel bad for that chick. She had a good job. For a while there, she was just like, hey, everybody, don't forget to floss. That was who she was. That was her whole fucking job. When you're like a health director of Orange County or whatever the fuck, unless Legionnaire's disease shows up, you're fine. It's a fucking cake gig. You're just like, hey, remember to floss. Get get plenty of sleep. Eh, sunscreen. Sunscreen's a good thing because that's all that shit was. You're just fucking recommending people things to keep themselves safe. And here's another thing. It's a thankless gig because none of these people are doing any of the fucking things you say. Hey, you guys should wear some sunscreen. Fuck that butter. And they just douse themselves in liquid margarine and they go outside and burn the fuck up. Uh, hey, you know, you should probably have some vegetables every once in a while. Really? I'm putting a steak inside a steak. I'm, I'm making a fuck you turducken. I'm making a, a ter fucking you. How about that? I'm going to stuff a duck inside of a chicken, inside of a turkey, inside of my fucking rage for you and the things you tell me to do. That's the biggest fucking dish on the planet. I don't even have a knife that'll cut that rage. But you still fucking make it, don't you? You make that fucking rage ducking. Because uh, <laughs> you're mad because somebody told you what to do once. So somebody said to you, hey, this is a good idea. You know what? Here's the thing, man. Maybe, maybe, you, shouldn't, uh, maybe you shouldn't drink as much beer when you're out in the sun because you get dehydrated and you could possibly, oh, fuck you. I'll do what I want. Glug, 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 pop top. <laughs> and then they fucking chug. And then they get drunk and pass out in the sand. And then they get skin cancer in eight years. And they're like, why didn't the blonde tell me? She told you, you fuckhead. But no, no, you had to be out on the fucking beach. You had to go outside without following any rules. No sunscreen for me. It's America. Meanwhile, we can smell you cooking from miles away. Doesn't matter to me. I don't like my skin. I'll just grow more skin. No, you won't. You'll never grow more skin. You're going to get fucking bumps and bruises and fucking tumors and all sorts of shit. And then you know what you're going to do? You're going to be in the hospital and you're going to cry. I wish somebody had told me about a skin cancer. Oh, no, we told you. We told you to wear some sunscreen or do something when you go out to the Ah, hey, shut up. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, fuck you, man. Burn. Turn into a giant tumor. I want you to turn into a giant tumor like that chick turned into a blueberry on Willy fucking Wonka. Just roll the fuck around. Yeah, let's roll you around like a fucking tumor and point at you. And let's get some green dudes to sing a song about you. Oompa, loompa, doopity. Sir, you should have listened when we said you'd get cancer uh did you are the presentation as i tried to think of a rhyme for cancer um yeah fuck these guys and but again but it worked they fucking they told them like, hey guys do us a favor just do this just do this for us please wear masks no we can't we are, our mouths are perpetually spewing bile, so we need the mask off so it goes into the air and toxics everybody and makes them all fucking sad. That's what I do. I'm human sadness. I want to run around and tell people that I should have all of the rights in the world, and I want to have that truck with that weird fucking stovepipe that blows black smoke in people's face at a spotlight so I can laugh at my friends <laughs> and by a spotlight. I'm in a stoplight. Jesus Christ. And these people just do what the fuck they want, and they get away with it. They fucking get away with it. In fucking Texas, they opened up and now they're spiking and they're just like, and again, it's the same bullshit in Orange County. they're There's spi- so what I should even tell them, the blonde tells them she's like, Hey, um, I'm a fucking doctor and like, do us a favor, just wear a mask. And everybody's like, no pitchforks and torches. They go to her fucking house. I think they painted swastikas on her house. They threw dead animals on her porch. And finally she's just like, all right, uh, I quit. I'm, I don't need this fucking gig. Like, why would she need that fucking gig? Why do you need a, a bunch of fucking rabbit adults to come to your house and go, we're not wearing a mask. Here's a dead fucking rabbit. What? How do you make that fucking leap? You fucking oh Christ. And look, it's because these hillbillies have enough roadkill sitting around. They figured, what do we, we got to throw something at her? We throw a rock through a window. That's probably vandalism. I ah, no, We'll get one of them animals out of the yard. What do you say? Scoop it up. What do we got in the freezer from this winter when we were saving things we found on the side of the road? Oh, 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 there he is. Look at at that dead badger. Let's fucking throw that guy up there at her. Fucking lob a badger on your porch. And look, I got news for you. If a badger shows up on your porch, you're going to be spooked. You're going to be fucking scared to death. Nobody wants to see a fucking badger. I don't blame that chick for leaving. I don't blame that fucking chick for bailing. I wonder if her family had like, did she leave town? Did she stay in Orange County? How could you look those people in the fucking face at South Coast Plaza or at fucking Fashion Square Mall? And you show up and you're like, hey, what's going on, stupid non-mask? And she wears a mask because that's another thing too. I'm sure you've seen these clips of people wearing masks and, the, and everybody makes fun of them. They're like, "Ah, <laughs> look at you, you pussy. Uh, don't tread on me. <laughs> fucking die. Die. Inhale that spiky germ and let it cling to your fucking lungs like the burrs you would find on your socks when you ran through tall fucking grass. I hope it just, I hope these fucking germs attach themselves Spike style, like Velcro to your fucking lungs, and until your lungs come down like the towers on nine eleven, and and your liver steps in for building seven, and then all fucking burns to the ground, and then you lay in a bed with a ventilator in your mouth, and you're like, I should listen to the blonde, America. I shouldn't
0: have thrown that
1: badger. Oh, 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 oh. that's what your final thought's going to be as you check out and you go to wherever the fuck you think you're going and some white-bearded asshole's going to be at a podium with a huge book and you're going to walk up and you go, Hey, man, it's me, Steve. And he's like, Hey, Steve, we've been expecting you. Oh, good, I'll just walk in. Hold on, Steve. Wait a second. got to talk about something here. Did you, uh... Did you throw a badger at somebody, Steve? Uh, I don't Who knows, right? I don't remember anything. I'm a little foggy from the trip up here. Hmm. Up here is also a, a real leap on your part there, Steve. What do you mean? Ma? I'm not in heaven. I Look, you threw a badger at somebody, buddy. I don't make the fucking rules. Here's the down button. Open up cloud. See you later. Take the express elevator and say hi to fucking Hitler when you get down there. Because I assume he's there, right? He's got to be in fucking hell. I hope so. Jesus, what if he wasn't? What if like, what if it wasn't what if he, what if Hitler, I mean, he had to think even when he was doing all of his dumb shit that he was going to hell, right? And then all of a sudden he wakes up and he's in heaven and everybody's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's like, nice to what cat wants or whatever. Or that Because there's also that bullshit rule you guys have with the fucking, with your, your comic book where it's like, hey, if you accept the Lord on your deathbed, then everything's okay. And you ask for forgiveness and everything's fine. And it's like, all right. So we don't know what fucking Hitler did in the bunker. He's in there with fucking Eva Braun's panties on his face and she's got a gun going, all right, we got to check out of here. And he's like, hold on a second we got to make one more phone call. Ding, ding, ding. Hello, Jesus. I'm sorry. All right. Load it up, honey. Let's go. Bang, bang. Do, 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 do. Let's go to heaven and talk to Thomas Jefferson. Because uh, that's what Hitler wanted to do. He demanded, He demanded right when he got into he- heaven, he demanded to speak to Thomas Jefferson. And uh, Thomas Jefferson was very busy having sex with more slaves. Uh, because, you know, you get the heaven you want and not the heaven you deserve. So I guess that's the way heaven works, right? Isn't that it? Like. Muslim guys get 72 virgins and American dudes. I like, I've, I've talked about this before. I don't know what happens up there. I don't know what your book says. All I know is like, it convinced some dude to kill his brother. Didn't that happen? Cain and Abel. Is that what happened with those guys? Hey man, cut your baby in half. Isn't that one of those dudes? I don't fucking know. There's so much that shit floating around. I know there's a book of revelations. I know there's a book of fucking uh, Leviticus is my go-to just because it's such a stupid name. And don't write me if your name's Leviticus. I'm not going to, what am I going to do? Be happy for you? I don't know. What the fuck? You changed my mind? Hey, man, my middle name's Leviticus. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, man, were your parents fucking cruel? What the fuck? What was wrong with Roy? That's my first name. All right, Roy Leviticus. Good for you. Step right up. Uh, excuse me, Steve. Did you, uh, did you, uh, um, this makes no sense. Even in writing, I see it in the book and I can't believe it to be true, but I have to ask. Steve, did you throw a badger at somebody? <laughs> <laughs> oh, who can remember those sorts of things? You know, na- well, like to, at who? That's my favorite one too. He's at who? What do you mean at who? Did you throw multiple badgers, Steve, when you were a youngster, when you were a child, when you were when you were in your body, your soul, and your body were still together out there on the on the fucking plains of the earth before the germ attached itself to you? like fucking barnacles on a goddamn boat and sunk you, you motherfucker, because you wouldn't wear a fucking mask at the Gelson's, you fucking hump, because you went to South Coast Plaza and you had to breathe, what, I'm better than everybody else? And you're not the only one, dude. See this long fucking line of people? That's non-mask people. They're all trying to get in, we're all going to have the same fucking conversation. Yeah, hi, did you happen to spit at somebody at a Jamba Juice because they asked you to wear a mask? Well, I don't, i it's interesting you would ask that. I don't I don't recall exactly. I mean, I may have expectorated a little bit while I was arguing about the banana smoothie I had ordered, but I, I was because, you know, you've been to Jama Juice, of course, Moses, or whoever the fuck you are, and when they make you that big, you order a large, right? And then they, they dump it in a large cup and there's extra in the pitcher and you just want that extra. You want that extra from the Jamba Juice guy. So I might have said, hey, give me that extra, you fucking jag off, and then I might have, maybe spit flies out you. Do me a favor, you, you Noah, know who the fuck you are. Try to say, try to say fucking jag off and not have spit fly into the person who's working there's face. And also, let me say this in my defense. Please, Judas, or whoever the fuck you are, let me say this in my defense. Yes, I may have called them a fucking jagoff. And yes, spit may have flown out of my mouth into their face because they would not give me the extra runoff in a better cup so I could enjoy all, all of my fucking berry tomahawky or whatever the fuck they serve. But, but here's the thing they were wearing a mask. Oh, well, doesn't that doesn't that validate me in some way? Doesn't that mean because that means, you know, if I spit on them and they were wearing a mask, see, they they uh, they they went ahead and wore the stupid mask. So that's fine then. Right. So then I can just spit on them with impunity. I can just spit in their face because their mask is doing all the heavy lifting in this exchange. And all again, all I wanted, I just wanted the, uh, the 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 runoff of my Coco Maloco or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. So, so, so let me ask you this. And I mean this, Peter or Paul or whoever the fuck you are. Uh, doesn't them having a mask mitigate me not having a mask? I mean, certainly two masks don't make a right, uh, but their mask blocked off the spit, whatever came flowing out, and flying out of my mouth, right? Yes. Ha ha. Button down, pff, cloud opens, zoom down in hell and you get to say hi to fucking Steve Jobs. Good for you, man. Ha ha. Steve Jobs, by the way, does not—he's not in hell. He's just down there helping them get the Wi-Fi set up. That's how good a guy he was. That's how good a guy Steve fucking Jobs was. He's willing to go to hell to help set up the Wi-Fi and get all the Apple set up. Although I will tell you this: yes, they use apples in hell. I know you—you you don't. You're like what? What? You would think it would be some sort of Windows like three or something. No, no, uh, they do use Macs in hell. Uh, however. Uh, it's those fruit-flavored Macs. Remember those fucking things? What the fuck were those things called? The, like, purple and green and whatever the fuck? That's 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 the computers you have to use in hell. That It looks like a fucking space helmet with a tiny screen and a blue background and a green fucking case. What the fuck? That's the computer system in fucking hell, man. Exactly. Absolutely. Unequivocally. And Jobs is down there hooking it up because, again, he's a benevolent cat. He's going to take care of people and make sure things are okay for them. That's what he does. Remember when you could just go outside and everything was okay? Wasn't that good? Wasn't that something you loved? Remember when not everybody had to come and talk to you about serious things? (laughs) Especially unserious fucking people? Look, I like Sarah Paulson as much as the next guy. She's fucking fantastic. She was great. I've liked her since Deadwood. How about that? She does great work. She's in the American Horror Story. She was the perfect Marsha Clark in that fucking O.J. short series, whatever the fuck, miniseries, whatever you want to call it. Um... But I I don't need a black and white video of her being sad about racism. I don't, I don't, it doesn't do anything for me. And then Aaron Paul's in it. And I will say this, this is an indictment of me more than anything else. I watched like the first, whatever. Uh, I saw, I, all right, I'll be honest. I watched the whole thing with the sound down first because I couldn't, I just, I could not listen to them. And then also Sarah Paulson opens up her mouth and she talks to me in the beginning, which is fine. Good for her. And then Aaron Paul second, but Aaron Paul Every single one of those motherfuckers in that video, if you haven't seen the video, I'll just tell you what it is. There's a video where there's a lot of white celebrities taking uh, responsibility for racism. Uh, And I got to be honest, I thought it went back way further than that. Uh, But no, it lands directly at the feet of the guy from Breaking Bad and the woman from Deadwood. And uh, and they're on it. They're taking care of it. They made a video. So I thought I edited it by the podcast two weeks ago. Well, these motherfuckers stepped up and ended up with a goddamn two minute video. I, I look at the I wasted my time with a two hour podcast. I should have just done a two minute video where I held my, I furrowed my brow and looked sad because that's what these fuckheads did. It's so bad when Aaron Paul, he's got his head in his hands, he's like, <sighs> rubs his eyes.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Um, I take responsibility. Oh my God, shut up. Jesus fuck. I don't, what are you doing? What are you doing? Is it just because there's no productions now that they're so bored they figure they got to like what? Let me ask you this, and, and this will sound, uh, it'll sound trite or whatever the fuck, and I don't mean it to be that. What do what do actors think their role is in society? I understand we all have a voice we got to use. It. It's what I'm fucking doing right now. I get that, but it just it just their, their shit always has the fucking patina of okay okay we're here now everything's gonna be fine (laughs) no no man nothing's gonna be fine ever again have you been out of your apartment oh wait you guys don't have apartments have you been out of the apartment building that you own oh i'm sorry which one i don't know how many do you have Oh Christ. Okay. I that's more than I have fingers. I don't even want to go in and speculate where you could have been. But you probably have a mansion, right? In addition to that. Oh, you're like a landlord as well as an actor. Good for you. Smart property. It's not going anywhere. It's a wise investment. Real estate. It's always the, it's the bedrock of any any fucking investment product, profile. Um But but please don't Like there's just a way to do it. I guess I guess if I believed them. That's the thing. It's like, look, we're all sad. We was not Kristen Bell in that too. Last time I saw her, she was giggling about a sloth and then sobbing because it was so cute or whatever the fuck. And now you're taking, you're, all said, you're like Medgar Evers' best friend. It's like, what the fuck happened, man? Oh, I, don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't need to know that the banana splits are worried about Emmett Till. I just don't. Nobody wants Bingo, Flegel, Drooper, and the Snork to tell me how upset they are about the Underground Railroad. I'm sorry, it just—and I know it's that time. I'm doing the very same thing I'm criticizing. I'm sure, but you just see these fucking fatheads come out with their black and white videos, and they're just like, "Oh man, I—I." It's like when I said Michael Moore had his voice. Red alert! Red! Red alert! This is a very important podcast. Ah. Things are rough out there in these streets. Shut the fuck up, Michael Moore, and shut up, you acting idiots. And look, I'm not saying like their voice is unworthy. Okay, it's the approach. You can you can support. I mean, I have comedian friends. There's a woman I know named Eliza Skinner. She's fucking amazing, and she every day she posts something on Instagram. She makes videos. She shares black artists. She does that's and that's great. That's what you should be doing. You should be amplifying voices. Not not coming in again and again. If they had all done that video in a different way, that's all. I'm just asking that. But all of them, it looked like they were reading. Fuck Stanley Tucci. You can see his eyes moving. He's reading a card. He's reading a fucking script. You can't speak from the heart on this matter. If you can't speak from the heart on this matter, how the fuck am I going to trust you in any instance, any consequence, any situation? Where we need somebody to actually step up or say something. And look, the last fucking thing I'm going to do is ask Stanley Tucci. Not lying. Nine days ago, he's making a fucking Negroni. And now I'm going to hear him talk about how he feels about racism. Jesus fuck, man. I don't. I just don't. You're the guy from Big Night, man. Well, go make a roast, I guess. I, I don't... Fuck. I've never seen Big Night. Did they make a roast? I don't know. I've heard great things. Um, I've never seen Tempopo, which is another one I've heard is really good. All these food-based movies. People are like, you got to see these movies. I'm like, hey, man, I do enough eating fucking food. I don't need to watch a movie about food. Ah, uh, fuck, man. But then these people put out these fucking videos, and you you just stare at them because I don't know. And here, here's the fucking weirdest thing, dude. The, the, this, this video, tone deaf. I mean, completely tone deaf. Whatever the fuck. And, uh, and it's like, and, and, you know, it's about fucking systemic racism and 400 years of oppression and these fucking, and also then you went black and white in the video. I get, we get it. It's a little on the nose. Don't you think it's a little on the nose to go black and white? Don't you think, don't you think we get it? Black, white, we, we see what you're doing there with the race relations. Got it. Uh, but, but then you, didn't you learn anything from. I, what was it two months ago that the people did the fucking video for and they sang Imagine because we all had the germ keeping us in our house and they what they stepped up and they're like, uh, oh, you know what these people need? I'm gonna sneeze.
2: <laughs> Don't be scared, homies. One of our own is branching out. Stay tuned.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Um Wow. Uh, sorry about that. I look, I know I don't mean to sneeze, but something happens. Perhaps the germ is here. Maybe that's it. Oh, my God. Maybe I'm getting too close. Am I, am I getting too close in the conspiracy theory? I could be. Holy macaroni. I could be the guy fucking getting it done. Uh, Just two months ago, they had that video of those people singing Imagine because they were they worried we were sad because of the germ. So Wonder Woman's like, hey, let's do, it. Let's do a song. Uh, you know me, Wonder Woman with the bracelets and the fucking hula hoop and the goddamn uh, the Wonder Jet, whatever the fuck, the invisible rope. I got all those things. And you know what people want to hear from me? A Beatles classic. Oh, yes. So they come out and they do that fucking video. And everybody's like, boo. <laughs> Not even a joke. There's video of people throwing tomatoes at their computers. They're like so mad at these fucking celebrities. They're like, what are you doing? You tone deaf fucks. You live in palatial estates. The germ is never coming there. You literally have a germ guard outside. You, you, your house, your the the foliage and gardening and landscaping and and all your fucking uh, the flowers, every everything you have, the topiary around your house is so thick the germ couldn't possibly squeeze through, even if, as small as it is. Uh, the germ, which is the which is like one fifty eighth the size of a quisp, it's gonna float through your goddamn bushes. No, it's not. It's gonna be squeezed away, and it goes to the poor. The poor who don't have any Bushes or Hedges. I don't have any Hedges. Fuck that. I don't even have any Robert Hedges. That's how poor I am. I watch Walking back Cotter. There's no Epstein. He's not even in it. They're like, you're too poor to have Hedges. Can't have it, buddy. Uh, but then you fucks, you, you live in your fucking tower, your space station, where the fuck they keep all you people cryogenically frozen before your publicity tours to tell me more about wonder woman and the Island of fucking chicks. And it's like, all right, yay. Okay. You're going to do a song. Woo. Imagine there's no germ living in your lungs. My movie comes out in a month. Imagine there the people living in poor houses like you not me because i'm so poor they say i'm a dreamer uh but not anymore because i my dreams came true yours did not you're poor again and you're going to die from the germ but i live in a giant house and it's fucking awesome i live they say my house is awesome uh, I hope one day you'll join us, but you'll have to get through 15 bodyguards. <laughs> never happening. I'm never going to Wonder Woman's fucking house. And yet she sang a song to tell me that I would or whatever the fuck. It's like, I'm fine. But it was bullshit. And we knew it was bullshit. This is two months ago, right? Well, how, how fucking tone deaf do you have to be for these other idiots to go? You know what we got to do? Let's stop racism in the two minute video. Let's fucking do that. Who's with me? You with me, Breaking Bad? Absolutely. I'm with you, Deadwood. Uh, Who else is with me? Anybody else? Kristen Bell? You, sloth. Sloth lover. You, the chick who married the guy from fucking, uh, what was that fucking pranked show? I don't know what the fuck it was called. That's who he is, right? Dak Shepard. That's what he's from. Now, look, he's going to be in movies and all sorts of other things like that but he originally was tricking people into eating spaghetti when they ordered Mastacholi, right? Wasn't that his job? Didn't that isn't that how he debuted in show business? And again, I shouldn't fucking talk. I'm recording a show in my living room. I fucking get it. But at the same time, that dude's entry into the world of fucking show business was, hey, look, there's something on your shirt and you look down and he flips your nose. Boop, that's that's him. That's the guy. He got that job because of that. That's that's the dude. That that guy's got a career. He's rich beyond fucking belief, and he bangs Kristen Bell every night because 15 years ago he would sneak under people's fucking tables in a public library and tie their shoelaces together and then pull the fire alarm. That's the fuck Dak Shepherd is. That's his whole fucking career. But then and then look, and I, and I even kind of like him. He's interesting and funny. He's a Cone and he's funny. I don't mind him. Is he in the video? I didn't I didn't tell, because that's another thing I gotta tell you, man. Uh, I watch it. There's Wonder Woman and fucking Aaron Paul and, and Kristen Bell, I think, is in it. And I, and I could be just transposing. Kristen Bell might have done something else. You know what I mean? Because somebody else, she put out a video, too, this week. Somebody like there's so it's just stop fucking stop. It makes you appreciate like fucking Leonardo DiCaprio, and Brad Pitt. Have you seen Clooney lately? No, because Clooney's not going to come out and be like, hey, I mean, because Clooney knows he owns fucking he owns Italian villas. Not only really that, he owns Italy. That motherfucker owns the half of Italy that didn't get sick, because again, he got the topiary to keep the fucking germ out. But he's smart enough to not come out in one of these videos. These this is these people always exist in this nether world of you know them and they're famous, but then maybe some of them you don't. Because I gotta be honest with you. I remember fucking Aaron Paul and I remember Sarah Paulson, and then it just started a parade to people I didn't have any fucking idea who they were. I'm like, oh, maybe that's a guy. Is that one of the girls from Insecure, a show I've never seen? Hey, maybe that's somebody from I, I don't know. What's uh, what's what's that tech bro show on HBO? I don't know. I heard it's funny, and I watched one episode. Is with the one with Kumail or whatever the fuck? Um, hey, or or maybe that's someone from Succession. Is that who that is? I don't fucking know. I don't know any of these people. Now look, is that on me? It is. Cause I don't pay attention to pop culture like I used to. Cause I'm old and almost dead. There's a germ floating around that wants to claim me. It's waiting. Oh, it's lurking outside. Again, no hedges, no topiary, nothing to keep it out there. And it's going to, fu- you know, it's going to attach on me. It's going to do like when I was a kid, there was a game you would play. You would have like a felt target and then you would get these ping pong balls that had Velcro on them and you would try to throw it at the felt target and get it the stick. Well, that's the that felt target is my lungs. And the ping pong ball with Velcro is the germ and it's coming for me. I know it is. It's just going to lob itself at me. I've left the house. I've gone because I will tell you, our good friend Blake, uh, a listener, contacted me after last week's show. And he's like, hey, Mike, we got to go to a rally. Let's go to a fucking Black Lives Matter rally. Let's do this. And I want to. I'm and I'm with him. I haven't written him back yet. I'm a genius. It's been a week. Uh, But but it's amazing that he wants to do that. And I want to do that. And I've considered doing it and I've thought about doing it. And I I just uh, again, it just it just seems like a dumb way to die. Not really, if you're fighting for a cause, I suppose then you're're you're, you're Patrick Henry, whoever the fuck you're you're giving me liberty, you're giving me death, I'll take them both, whatever the, I'll take a side helping of both of those, please uh and I'm not ruling it out because I, I will tell you, I drove uh, yesterday, I was driving and uh about a, not, not even a half mile from my house, there was a rally, and people were out there and we fucking honked like motherfuckers and they're cheering and yelling, and I turned to go to the grocery store and I went, "Fuck this, go back. And I went back. There was nowhere to park, but I pulled over, and I rolled the window down. And that's got to be scary as hell for these fucking people. They weren't, they're holding Black Lives Matter signs. They're all wearing masks. It was really, it looked, it was just, it was like 200 people. It was great. And I pulled over, and there was a, a, two people in the curb that, were, that that bothered to make eye contact because everybody else was just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And I rolled my window down, and I go, hi. I go, there's nowhere to park, um, but do you guys need a case of water? And they were like, oh, uh. I don't know, maybe, yeah, yeah, we could use a case of water. So then I reached down and I popped my trunk to get out and give them the water. And in the time it took me to pop my trunk, somebody went, no, no, we're good. We've got like eight cases of water. We're totally fine. Thank you. And I went, okay, can you close my trunk? Because uh, I was going to give you the water. They're like, yeah, no problem. And they closed the trunk. And I go, I'm really sorry. Be safe. Honk, honk, honk. And they're like, yeah, oh my God, thank you. You're so nice. And I drove off. And uh, even that, even that 40 seconds nourished my soul. I didn't do a fucking thing. I recognized that. But but to see the people out, to see them holding signs, they have them, and they were wearing masks, and they were and they were people were honking, everybody was honking, and everybody was on board with them, and and it's it's given me hope. I know you believe me. You've been, if you've listened to this show, you know I've always said it's over. The fucking experiment, experiment above America, all of this shit, it's over. Um, it's been coming, man. I mean, I felt this way for a while, but I mean, it it exacerbated itself in fucking. 2015 and 2016 as we know um you know my my life kind of crashed and burned around then too which which didn't help and then fuckhead showed up fucking president fuckneck ruined everything and it was just like oh god damn it you know and and since then it's just been one horrible fucking ordeal after another just one more this is terrible and that's happening and and then the germ and um and and You know, I've heard for years, everybody's like, the media sucks or boo or fake news and all that bullshit. And I I don't want to believe it. Like, I want to believe, like, the New York Times, the Washington Post, the papers of record, like, they'll bring you the facts and stuff. It's like whenever I see anybody go, oh, man, fucking uh, Snopes is a well-known left-wing fucking debunked site. No, 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 it isn't. Just because you don't want shit to be true doesn't mean it's not fucking true, you goddamn human mason jar. Shut the fuck up, man. Snopes is reporting facts and I know you guys are going to write. Someone's going to write me and be like, well, here's a thing's not a fa-. fine, fine. You win. Whatever the fuck. I don't care. I'm not here to fight. I saw a buddy of mine, Kostaki, Econopolis, Econ- 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 Absol- Econ- Jesus Christ. Uh, he, he posted on like Facebook. He's, you know, he's, he's. Uh, very attuned to what's going on in the world, and he's posted a lot of things with Black Lives Matter. And then these people come sweeping in with their fucking bullshit. Like I've, I've actually unfriended a bunch of people on Facebook this week just because I they can't. They're not fighting with me because again, I don't fight with ghosts. I just can't see it. I can't see them posting shit. It's just a fucking drag. I, I it comes lurking and it and and you see it and it's it's insidious and it's poisonous and I don't want to fucking read it. I know you're a fuckhead. I do that. I know this. I, you don't have to prove to me that you're a fucking fuckhead. It's obvious. But, you know, all the people I grew up with, people that I know, like I, I have a friend um, who I went to school with. I won't say her name, but but she, uh, you know, she's black and, and and she's had a rough time of it since this shit hit the fan. And then she actually put up a post and she goes, look, I'm just going to say this. And she named a bunch of people and she goes, "I'm I'm leaving you behind. I can't believe I've known you for 35 years and, and this is what you choose to focus on and this is who you are, so I'm done. And uh, and good for her, you know? But also, I mean, <laughs> you ought to do that. We should do it with everybody. We should do it with all... I mean, and look, don't get me started on fucking social media and bullshit. You know how I am and I just fucking... I'm going to sound like a grandpa repeating myself. It's just terrible. It's just fucking terrible. So when I talk about the media and fucking... Because here's the thing. The media was all over the protests. The media was going crazy when they were fucking cops hitting dudes in the mouth with a goddamn baton or when people are getting set on fire and shit like that, or thinking about know, tear gas. And when there was fucking rioting and fires and, and tear gas and looting and everything, every, it was on every time it was on all the fucking time. You heard about it. You heard about it. You heard about it. And the germ was put in the background. Well, now the germ is back and the germs back heavy because a lot of people opened up and they opened up their fucking businesses and whatever the fuck else. And so the germ is coming. and it is, it is exacting its toll. It's taking its pound of flesh and so they they've turned a little bit they've pivoted a little bit to talk about that and fucking politics and fuckhead and uh and they're starting to ignore the protest. They're starting and not ignore, but they're putting it on the back burner a little bit because there's no blood. You know, it bleeds it leads and there's no blood. There's no to them there's no value in showing you that people are marching peacefully in the streets. You know, I'm embarrassed because I have to rethink about what I thought about fucking Occupy Wall Street. You know, I, I, I look, I don't know anything about it. I'm not going to lie to you, but in the subsequent years, the general framework of the idea, if I remember correctly, was was that again obscene wealth was destroying the country from within, and uh, I've come around to that way of thinking. And I'm embarrassed now that when Occupy Wall Street was out there, I thought it was a drum circle of fucking hippies who were out there fucking, you know, turning their hair into braids and pointing and laughing at guys with ties. You know what I mean? And and honestly, that's a noble effort. Go ahead and do that shit. I've I've had... I'm not going to say my eyes opened because your eyes might be open and see different things. But I've had my perspective changed, you know, by traveling out of the country and seeing how people lived in, in Japan and seeing how people lived in Kuwait. And look... I have not been all over this fucking world. I can't speak to how people are everywhere. But in the places I went, I know it was very different from here. Canada, even Canada. You know, it was very different from being in America. In America, there's a very palpable sense of winners and losers. There's a very palpable sense of, hey man, you gotta fucking do this. If you don't, you're a fucking loser. Hey man, you gotta pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Hey, you gotta fucking do this and do that. And that shit is just fucking wrong, man. You know... I talked about this and again, I, I, <laughs> yeah, you know, I was planning on putting up an old show today because I, I just have to think that this is, you know, third verse, same as the first. I mean, I, I, I've, I've done this show, it seems for the past two months, two, three, well, fuck it's June now, fucking June. I've done this show since fucking the beginning of March. So March, April, May, you know, we're, we're three and a half months into these, these quarantine shows and I'm I'm fucking you know I'm mad I try to be funny whatever the fuck but I also think that they are uh you know I I always put myself through a ringer thinking well people don't want to hear me bitch about the same shit over and over and then I get people who write me and they're like no man you got to keep fucking talking we like hearing your perspective on it we want to hear what you got to say we want to hear this you want and people are very cool and I appreciate it very much um but I'm also not going to pretend that uh, I wouldn't rather be talking about other dumb things. I'd rather be talking about a movie that I loved or a movie that I hated, or I'd I'd rather be talking about fucking anything that means anything in this world other than, you know, fucking the president and his attack on transgenders now and his fucking rallies coming back on Juneteenth. And it's like, what the fuck, man? These trolling cocksuckers. And, uh, And I'd love to be talking about Real changes happening, and there are there are some real changes happening. So I had hope, you know, I had I had hope, but now that I see people, they're stop, you know, the, the media is not covering it like they did, not as intensely as they did. Even though people are out and they're rallying and they're marching, and and I don't want to see this fucking die in the crib. I just don't, you know. I I felt a week ago that there was real change happening, that people were, you know, when Minnesota said that they were going to abolish the police force in Minneapolis um when people started to get the defund the police and that started to really catch on and people started to really listen to it and and i i had <laughs> i always joke that i i have you know a scintilla of a fingernail of a of a whisper in show business well i had a scintilla of a fingernail of a whisper of hope that this was going to work but then when i sit and i think about it and and i i i I don't i i <laughs> there's so much to fucking fix there and that's that's you know what that's my crime is that I want it done fast. I can't imagine what it would be like to be a black person who's been waiting their entire fucking life for some sort of justice to show up because again, as I said last week or two weeks ago or whenever that was a joke uh but not not really a joke, but I recognize my fucking privilege in the statement I'm exhausted, I'm exhausted seeing fucking Cops beat people up I'm exhausted And seeing people uh, Being fucking dismissed And, and trolled and, and it's it's Jesus Christ I don't know Look Hey black guys Hey black ladies I don't know how the fuck You went through this I, I don't have any I, I, I just don't And I don't know It's that dumb thing Where you're just like I uh, I take responsibility <laughs> What if I did that <laughs> God damn it And that's the thing is there's bad actors out there who try to get involved on either side and try to fucking, you know, because, again, there's people that I thought I was like, there's that dude, Sean King. Like, I thought Sean King was doing good things. And and, you know, I'm on his email list. I get emails from him all the time. And then I see people on Twitter. They're like, Sean King's a fucking fraud. And here's why. And they give you these facts. And then Sean King sends me an email that goes, hey, man, people are calling me a fraud. Here's why I'm not. And I'm like, I don't I don't fucking know. Can we just help people? Can we just can we just do that thing where we somehow don't grift for once in our fucking lives? Can we just concern ourselves with the greater good? And and uh but but everybody everybody must pay for past crimes. There's a guy D-Ray. That guy D-Ray, like I thought again, I thought that was a guy. I'm like, all right, D-Ray's a guy. And then I see him getting fucking dragged, like, by by you know, black activists or whatever the fuck and they're saying, Oh yeah, he's a... He's a guy, he sold out to corporations and he sold out to this and the, you know, and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, is anybody good who, who, cause again, we both know like I fucking, you know, Trump and that whole fucking crew and bar and fucking Pence and every one of these ass fucks and the new blonde he's got talking for him. What a fucking piece of work. She is She's at the podium lying and shit. And then everybody's like, here's something I would say, and I, I don't know These are, this will sound like a blue collar solution. These are common man solutions for these kinds of problems. But like I've talked about like when Trump said shit about Ted Cruz's wife or Marco Rubio's dad or whatever the fuck. And then at the next debate, if Marco Rubio would have walked up to Trump, like literally walked up to him, crossed the straight, the stage, got directly in his face and said, you got something to say about my fucking dad. Say it now. And if Trump would have done that blustery bullshit, just push him down. Literally, do a fucking judo trip on him or something and push him to the ground. I've talked about this many times. The spell is broken. The second he cowers on the stage and calls for help, the he's a tough man, he's a strong man, all that shit, the spell is fucking broken. If he let little Marco push him down, the spell would be broken. Because you know, Trump's never fucking raised a hand in anger in his fucking life. Never, except that fucking Don Jr. I've talked about this. You know, you you think you think the seventy five year old tough guy is gonna fucking? Say, he talks a bunch of shit. One of them should have gone up to him and fucking served him on it. It would have been fucking cool. Well, well, here's how I feel about like these people who have to sit there for the new press secretary. This chick, and she's like, you know, saying saying that Trump, whatever, hey, all all the lies. There's not even any, you don't even have to fucking recap them. Everything she says is a fucking lie that comes out of her mouth. If the reporter's there. And because I and I see people all the time, they're like, oh, no, it's the, the fifth estate and they have to treat it like it's, uh, you know, even though she's lying, we know she is because they'll even say stuff like, you know, Kayleigh McEnany uh, said that the president was struggling with finding, you know, there's always they always find some euphemism for lied or Kaylee McEnany lied. You know what I mean? They won't they won't ever say she lied. They'll be like, well, she certainly uh, took some liberties, but she definitely got across the president's Dude, none of this bullshit. Quit qualifying these assholes, man. And like I said, I don't know if these are just real world solutions or common man solutions or poor man solutions, but with the whole, the, all the reporters there, the second she fucking starts her bullshit and she lies, they should laugh. All of them should just fucking laugh at everything she fucking says because she would, she would Tracy flick the fuck out. She would just be like, Oh, Oh, I guess, well, you think this is funny. Is this professional? And just fucking laugh at her again and just go, Oh man, you're fucking lying. We know you're lying. So why don't why shouldn't we laugh at you cuz you're a fucking joke. You're here spinning lies and telling us bullshit for no fucking good reason to protect that fucking hump because he was because he came down here and he was stupid. He doesn't want to be stupid anymore. So since he you're here to be stupid in his stead. You're just a stupid surrogate. That's all you are. And 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 we recognize that. So we laugh at you cuz this is a fucking comedy show. It might as well be stand up. And she's up there telling her lies and doing her bullshit. And then that fucking, you know, she rolls her eyes like she's better than the reporters. And she gives them shit like, oh, uh, well, you know, if you people bothered to report the truth. eh, uh, 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 Fuck off, man. Fuck off. Fuck you. Fuck him. Fuck them. Fuck everybody. And you know what? Fuck reporters, too, because they won't fucking call them on this bullshit. And this is this is. Why, when you see riots in the fucking streets and you see people are freaking out about the fact that they're not going to give anybody more stimulus money, this is this is this is all going to fucking explode, man. It's there's a fucking fuse that's been lit. There's a fuse that's been fucking lit and it's going to burn comically to the giant fucking barrel that says TNT on it. And then all of a sudden, by August, someone's going to have a fucking blown up face. Why the coyote's going to get fucked up. Because people are losing their minds seeing nobody pay for their crimes. Seeing these assholes get to do whatever the fuck they want. Whether it's the fucking administration. Whether it's fucking congresspeople who are selling stocks without telling anybody. Whether it's these fuckheads who deny subpoenas and just go, yeah, no, I'm not going to show up. And then they don't fucking do anything about it. Whether it's a fucking clown like Mustache John Bolton with his gigantic fucking soup strainer on his face who wouldn't testify at the fucking impeachment trial, but now he's gonna write about all of Trump's crimes in a book? Get fucked. You don't get twenty nine ninety five 95 for your fucking soul. You had a chance. You were behind the curtain. You could have saved the country then. Mad Dog Mattis, he fucking comes out finally and he's like, hey, Trump's a threat to the country. Oh, you're only fucking 18 months late. Where have you been? You could have said this shit before because we all know it. But they all walk around smelling each other's fucking asses and trying to keep their fucking jobs and cover themselves in fucking glory. And nobody wants to fucking deal with the fact that real people are getting fucked. And yes, I sound like a broken fucking record every week. I know. I know. I'm not happy with it. I don't like turning the fucking microphone on and talking about the same shit all the fucking time. Like I said, I'd rather be, you know, it's it's fucking summer. Should have been some summer movies. I should be out driving Uber. Someone should have punched me by now. It would have been. I would have had fucking stories for you people. Believe me, I sat this week and I was like, "All right, what can I do?" I mean, I, I, I don't live an unexamined life. There are some stories I could tell, and and you know what? Maybe next week is the time for it. I don't know. But then also, people wrote me this week and said, "Keep fucking going, keep fucking firing," because you're saying the shit worth thinking. And I'm like, "Cool." I mean, and and look, I'm not fucking Christian Slater and fucking pirate radio, or whatever the fuck. I'm not, I'm not that idiot. You know what I mean? Who's like speaking truth to power from a closet? I'm just a fucking. I'm, a, I'm. I want to be a comedian again. Is what I want to be, and 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 that would be fun to tell funny stories about fucking jerking off. Wouldn't that be great? Remember that? Remember when I used to tell you about my jerk off stories? Oh, did you remember that? Took pictures of my cock, number thirty one. Remember that? That was fucking great. Take a walk through fucking memory lane with me and all this shit. But no, no. Instead, I got I got to be concerned about the fact that transgenders are being fucking destroyed in this country. More fucking legislation that's not. Before he kept them out of the military. Now. He's keeping transgenders from getting medical care. He's letting doctors turn them down and say that they don't want to give them any medical. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why? Why is it all about hurting everybody? Why is this the thing that they want to? Why? And that's what I mean when I say that common man problems, poor people problems. You look and you just you have to. And look, there are fucking jugheads among us who are like, yeah, good, man. Right. I tell you what, you make a decision on gender. Hey, hey, hey. Pink balloon, blue balloon. Hey, hey. It's judged by God. Shut the fuck up. Seriously. Go jump in a blood volcano with Johnny fucking Depp. Nobody wants to hear your fucking horse shit. Handle your business handle your family, tell them to be kind to people and nice and good. And you be kind and nice and good. And you know what? Have some beers with your friends, cook some steaks out, mow your lawn, watch fucking sports. Oh, you can't cause the germ is here. Oh, then wear a mask to be safe. Oh, you won't wear a mask again. Fuck you. God damn it. That's what I'm saying. There's so many fucking problems. And it, and this has been coming for a long fucking time. I used to joke. I mean, go listen to old shows. When I, t- I talked about when I'd be driving and about the infrastructure in Venice and shit like that, I said I drove in a fucking pothole so deep I killed a shark, and 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 they don't fix the roads, they don't fix the bridges, and this sounds like old-timey Daniel Plainview shit, right? It just sounds like, ah, I tell you what, these, these young men should go ahead and get some sort of concrete machine and fix the roads and make it safe for everyone. These horse-drawn carriages, someone's gonna throw a hoof. Oh, Secretariat, we gotta put two bullets in ya because someone didn't fix the hole in the road. Ah, fuck. I, I don't know what to do. And that's the thing, is it's like, I, I just, I just want to talk about weird chips again. I just want to talk about fucking weird chips. I'm going to tell you this week I had sweet corn Pringles and they were fucking, they tasted just like sweet corn. I'll never buy them again, but they absolutely did what they said on the label. That's what I want to tell you, but it's disingenuous to not talk about the things that are fucking happening. And, and you know, I, I, I try to be truthful with you guys. I, I want to be as honest as possible with you guys in these instances. And, uh, you know, with with the descending of the germ, and then the fucking up uprising of people who have been held down for far too fucking long. These are things that that need attention. They need to have a light sh- shown on them. And and when I say that, like the media is moving away from the protests and things like that. And and again, it's that here's another thing. And this is totally fucking true. People, uh, social media, I is a miracle. Okay, it just is. I thought, like I said, when Twitter first started, I made stupid jokes about, oh, who needs to see my lunch? Duh, duh, duh. And now it's a drug. It goes right into my veins. And I, uh, you know, Twitter to me, I thought I was like, I I literally went, when I thought about it, when I, in the beginning, when I really started to kind of dive in on it, I said, this is going to change the world. To be able to have news instantly. From anywhere in the fucking planet and you get to choose your sources that's fucking incredible we're all going to be so educated we're all going to be so enlightened there will not be anything that sneaks past now sunshine's the best disinfectant well twitter was a fucking sun online that's what i thought well unfortunately there are a lot of bad actors in this fucking world who can weaponize that kind of thing and they have And not only that, there's bad actors who weaponize it, but then there's just normal people who've who've realized that they can be heard by anybody in the fucking world. And it's a democratic process that, that, you know, Brad Pitt can see that you told him to have a good day. But unfortunately, Brad Pitt can also see that you told him you wanted to fuck him in the ass while he ate a Pop-Tart. You know what I mean? That's not fucking good. But there are people out there who think that's funny or people out there who are disturbed and think that they really want to fuck Brad Pitt in the ass while he eats a Pop-Tart. And uh, look, I commend you on your choice of food and actor. I don't know about the act itself. But because everyone has this megaphone, everyone has this fucking voice, everyone gets to fucking shout to the rooftops and demands to be fucking heard. It also leads to things glowing super brightly for like a day and then going away. George Floyd happens. Then Minneapolis descends into a rebellion and then people all over the country and then people all over the world. And that's amazing. That happened because of social media, but because the violence has stopped because the, the gawker, the, you know, the person who slows down on the freeway to see the accident and look for the head and the blood doesn't see the fighting anymore, the explosions or the cops or any of that bullshit. They move on. They turn the channel. It's the end of the Truman Show. Truman gets out. Everybody goes, oh, cool. What else is on? And that's the deal, man, with the week of these protests that are not going away and shouldn't go away anytime soon and should be the biggest fucking story in this country. They're getting pushed aside because they're not sexy anymore. And also there's fatigue amongst viewers because, Hey, what else is on? Hey, what else is on? Oh, the Trump show is still playing. All right, let's check that out. Oh, okay. Why wow, he's doing his wacky thing this week. That's fun. Ugh. Didn't they cancel this fucking germ show? This is stupid, man. I thought they canceled this thing fucking forever. All right, well, what the fuck? I guess they brought it back for a second season. We've all become so quote-unquote media savvy that we look at everything with this horrible fucking sardonic viewpoint that nothing's real. When in fact, everything is very fucking real. It's not TV. Just because you can address it you know, in the old days, you'd go see a movie and you'd walk around and you'd talk to your friends about how great the movie was. You didn't get to pick up your phone and send a note to the director, to the actor and the producer, how much you fucking hated it. And they suck. And I'm not saying let's go back to the old times, or the good old days. There were no good old days. I think we know this. If you, if you have an idea of good old days, I will give you 15 examples of why they weren't good for somebody other than you somebody other than white dudes, somebody other than somebody with privilege or money or whatever the fuck. Believe me, this is, this has all been coming for so long. It's just, it's just not had the light shown on it that it is now. And, and unfortunately we've moved that light because it's not sexy enough. It's not good enough to pay attention to. And I implore you, do not let that happen. Don't kill this in the crib. Black lives matter. And rich and poor and black and white are the two biggest fucking problems we have in this country right now. Class and race. And and race right now is 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 the hugest fucking story in the world and it should be. And in about six weeks time, it's going to be joined by class once the stimulus money runs out and the government says, yeah, no, we can't help you guys. And they start evicting people or they start asking them for their back fucking rent. And people start getting thrown out in the fucking street. Then, then it's, it's, you think Johnny Depp was a blood volcano. (laughs) When you have a collision of people who, because in six weeks time, the Black Lives Matter movement should still be on the streets and still be trying to get change. And make things happen, and rightfully fucking so. And we should be supporting them the whole fucking way. Defund the police, and don't don't soften the language. You know what I mean? Where they come through with this thing where they're like, "Oh yeah, let's do this," or "Well, what, don't you mean that maybe we should possibly go ahead?" No, no. We we they said what they meant. I'm not gonna say me. I'm not because I'm, again, this, this is not for me to step up and go. I'm the big voice here. I'm not. I'm not. I'm trying my best to follow the lead of people who know what they're doing and what they're talking about. And these people say defund the police. And I agree. I mean, you know, it's and look, I that's very difficult for me to say in the abstract, because I'm I, like I said, I'm a 52 year old white man who's lived in a world that's always had police. And I was always taught that they were the last line of defense and they were the ones who protected you and they served you and you called them when you needed them. And I don't think that's been true for a very long time in a lot of places in America and possibly even the whole world. You know, for black people in this country, the police, every time they were called were a potential death sentence. And uh, quite frankly, in addition to that, they, even if they, a death sentence, you might say, well, that's a strong thing to say. Okay. How about this? Every time a black person was involved with the police, um, it was a potential beatdown. And certainly, even if you don't think there was violence, even if you think there was gunplay, it was, there was humiliation. Hey, get out of the car. Where are you from? What's your name? Why are you here? Why are you in this town? uh because I'm, I'm a fucking man and I'm driving my car and I'm going home. What the fuck do you care? James Baldwin is, is he said it best. And he said, you know, what do I want? What, what do black men want? What do black people want? You know what we want? We want what you want. We want to be left alone. We want we, You know, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but he's like, we, we just want to fucking mow our lawn or check the mail or fucking, or, or, you know, watch a ball game or whatever. Go eat, go out, go to a movie and not, and not be bothered because of what we are and, and who we are and what we look like. And, and that's a sentiment that is so fucking powerful something I've never experienced or thought of. I mean, uh, I, and I will, I'm not equating the two. The closest I would come to anything like that is being a fat guy. Uh, and again, I control that. I can lose the weight, whatever the fuck. I'm not saying it's anywhere near in the same fucking sport, but what I'm saying is the closest I can get to that is the looks I would get or the comments I would get for being a fat guy. And, uh, but I didn't, I never had to worry about the cops rolling up and putting fucking two in the back of my head. Cause I was fat. Unless unless I was eating all the fucking food at the policeman's ball or whatever the fuck. And that happened often. Okay, look, I can't lie to you guys. I did go to several policeman's balls and I did eat more than my share of food. And they were not happy with me. But again, I'm a white guy. I got away with it. If I'm a black guy, I mean all the food at the policeman's ball. We're not having this conversation right now. Also, apparently this is now a conversation. Uh, <laughs> just, Just don't let it go away. You know, next week he's doing that fucking rally in Oklahoma. He's going to do a rally in Jacksonville. Again, he's, this is, this is what Stephen Miller has wrought. They announce that they're going to not let transgenders get medical care. They're going to allow medical professionals to deny transgenders medical care. And they announce it in the middle of pride on the anniversary of the, of the fucking pulse nightclub shooting. It's not an accident. He's doing the rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma on Juneteenth. Tulsa, which was the site of, of the worst white on black violence where blacks had basically built what was called Black Wall Street and the whites didn't care for it. And they firebombed the shit out of it and burnt it the fuck down. And on the day when slavery was abolished, Juneteenth, which is now being celebrated by a lot of people as a holiday, uh, he's going to do a rally on Juneteenth in Oklahoma, Tulsa, the site of the, the, the horrific bombing. Of Black Wall Street, it's like what? They're, it's on purpose. It's all on purpose, man. And whether he, and I, and look, he might just be fucking stupid enough to not know. Because he is just look, we we know this. He is just a fucking pillowcase filled with fucking suet. All right, that's who he is. He's just he's just literally. You know what he is? He's if you see Trump, he, he's this is who he is. He's just future sweat. That's all that fucking guy is. He's not a human being. He's future sweat. Then they announced the, the, in Jacksonville, they're going to do a rally on the same day that a Ku Klux Klan atrocity happened. It's the anniversary of that. And it's like, man, you fucking dicks. You, they, they know what, and he keeps talking about law and order and being a strong man, compassion through strength. And, uh, and and I, I I lose that scintilla of a sliver of a fingernail of hope. But then I see people rallying not 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 a half mile from my house, two hundred people, just standing there, yelling, people honking. There was actual if there, if this can be such a thing. There seemed to be you know like there was determination, and a sense of purpose, but there was also joy. Because I think people feel that they're being heard. And and I don't know how long it's been since black people felt like they were being heard. So don't let it go away. Don't turn your head. Uh, get involved if you can. You know, there there's all sorts of causes out there. You know, there's still there were the go for, for various victims of, of police violence. But, um, but they have, they have so much money now. They've been helped quite a bit and you give to who you want to give to, but you know, you can't go wrong by going through black lives matter and seeing who they, who they give to. Like we gave to the, um, act blue, the aware LA, you know, that that's a good one to give to. And, uh, you know, and again, like I said, this is another thing. It's just it's overwhelming because now, you know, you want to try to help transgender causes as well, and now there's black transgender causes, and 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 it's just the United States of GoFundMe, and I understand that, I know that, and and because I think that 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 there are good people here who want to help, and it's frustrating not be able to help everybody, but you do what you can whether whether you amplify a voice whether you you share with people you know the the people who are reaching out to be heard and and if you can help monetarily great if you can go to a rally and and what I mean any of that is is good you know they tell you to vote and I mean I don't yes vote I talked about it last week I I <laughs> I'm not I'm 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 not a Biden guy, you know, but just again, this past week with these, these, this Oklahoma Jacksonville and, and the fucking transgender medical care, we, we, you have to get this fucking guy out. You have to, I, I, I don't think Biden does anything. I think Biden's still cozy with the banks. I think Biden's still fucking. Uh, you know, I'm worried. He, he delivered some fucking message directly to the suburbs about not defunding the police and going, whatever the fuck I I don't, I can't go by individual policy and go, well, this should happen. And that should happen. And what about this and that? And, um, in reality, I, I, you just have to get that guy out. You have to, (laughs) he's just, he's just a fucking nightmare. And it's up to all of us to be Nancys and steal his fucking hat. You guys can get me at Mike and Mike Schmidt comedy.com. You can be my friend at facebook.com slash the 40 year old boy. You can follow me at twitter.com slash the 40 year old boy. Uh, I'm on Instagram and Snapchat. Yes, I am. Mike four zero. Y O B Mike four zero. i B. I'm also on TikTok. At Mike40yob, I haven't opened the app in months since the day I installed it. But still, you never know. Maybe sometime I'll 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 jump in there and do the Fortnite dance. Wouldn't the Would you want to miss that? Of course you wouldn't. So add me on your TikTok, Mike40yob, along with Instagram and Snapchat, Mike40yob, and uh, all of the other places I just said. I'm not going to say them again, even though I want to, because my brain doesn't work in a good way. <laughs> it's just saying, repeat yourself. Do it, Mike. Say the same thing over and over again. Ryan Dirks is our cool friend who does the web stuff for this show. Get him at facebook.com slash Ryan Dirks. Find him there. Uh, you know what? KC Bills helps me out. That dude steps up and does a bunch of YouTube stuff for me, and I appreciate him for it. He has uh he posts the show and, and uh he, he, he's just a good guy. He's got he's got some equipment that makes it faster. So he's able to do that for me and it makes me and he reached out. Like he was the guy I was like, hey, I can do this, dude. And I'm like, uh, you don't have to, man, but he said he wanted to, and so I was very happy. So thank KC Bills. He's our good friend. I don't think I have to tell you where to get him. You know, nobody, I don't think he wants anybody to get him. <laughs> I just want, just want to thank him. Uh, I know I thanked him already, but I, I feel like I should mention it He's because it's an ongoing thing, and that's super cool. And David Hernandez is our uh, consigliere. He's our, our music guy, our, our art guy, helps us out immeasurably, does a lot of great things for this show and always has. You can be his friend at facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez. Find him there. Be his pal. And while you're there, you can go ahead and peruse his wall. He's got all sorts of amazing things on the wall. I, unfortunately, he had uh, he ate some bad shellfish and he, his lips swelled up. Uh, he, he's full of surprises is what I'm saying. Uh, you can go to his photos and scroll through and you'll see, uh, well, art that he's created for other purposes, but mainly you'll see the art. Like, I think he's, it might even be a folder of the stuff he's done for this show. Uh, he used to do all of my um, profile photos. So I think those are all up there. You can find him because he's tagged in all of it. He's tagged in the cover photos on Facebook. He does different cover photos for the West Side 86 Jokers page every week. Um, just a ton of great stuff. And if you go through his photos, you can flip through and look. You'll see them there lurking and staring right at you. And you'd be like, God damn, this guy does good work. I'd love to have him do some work for me. But I, I'm going to stop you right there. Cause you got other stuff to look at, man. He's got a page that he runs called "This is Dumb, That's Dumb, You're Dumb, I'm Dumb." It's a closed group you can join, and when you join that, you think he's doing great work for me. Well, he's also drawing beans and shit on his page. He's got he's got a fucking uh, he's drawing a he's drawing a Christopher Hitchens. He's drawing a hot redhead. He's he's got a there's like a fucking gorilla on a kid's body. He's got all this stuff, and he does it all on the "This is Dumb, That's Dumb, You're Dumb, I'm Dumb" page that you can reach out and become a member of if you go ahead and send him a note and he's going to send you some questions. You got to answer them like a grown up, and then he will allow you into the group and then you can just scoff at the world with him and everybody else in his cult. This is dumb. That's dumb. You're dumb. I'm dumb exclusively on Facebook. Go ahead and join it there. And then, like I said, you've got a handle for other artwork he's created for his cult. You'll see the artwork he's created for my show and you'll think to yourself, well, I want this guy to do something for me. And I'll go, what? There's a third option. You got to go to his website And you'll see yet another genre of art that this man can go ahead and do because he can work it all. He can work watercolors. He can work oils. Uh, He can work uh, Jackson Pollock splatter paint. He can uh, he can he can put a crucifix in a jar of urine with your picture on it. Whatever you want him to do, he can do it. He can get naked and rub chocolate all over himself. He will. You come through with the green. He'll be on the scene. He'll get it done for you. And like I said, you'll go to his Facebook.com slash David Max Hernandez, become his friend. You'll see the photos he did for me, or the paintings, I should say. See the artwork he does for his own closed group. And then you go to his website and you'll say, look at this goddamn work. This is amazing. He can do my Facebook caricature. He can do all sorts of great things for you. But make sure you go to his website and check it out. Artbydmh.com. That's A-R-T-B-Y-D-M-H dot
0: com. Explain this to me again.
2: Um, I wanted to do like um this old school like R and B song, and I mean I'll do all the music and the the vocals and everything, but the middle part I was thinking, um, what's it called when they uh they like they talk during the middle?
0: Like a breakdown?
2: Yeah, like that. You could do that, but so I think you should play it straight. I think you should be like real like quiet. And just kind of like, you know, seductive. Like you're trying to seduce a woman or something. Like play it straight. Don't worry about like making the a joke or making it funny or anything. And just just be cool because I mean, we can we can make maybe treat this as like a legitimate song if we do it right. You know what I mean? So don't don't like kind of okay. wander off the thing. So just Yeah. Kind of just, you know, talk. You're you're good at talking. Just talk this thing out and um uh, we'll see how it comes out, all right? So just play it straight though, okay? Yeah. You want to give it a shot?
0: I guess so. You ready? Yeah. Here. Girl, my name is Michael, and I want a woman with a big heart, a strong woman. I want to see a woman give birth. Doesn't have to be my baby. I just want to see her naked. I want a woman who likes travel, someone who's as comfortable watching a sunset in Hawaii as she is watching me jerk off in a bathtub. <laughs> what? I thought we were gonna play it straight. That's good. Kind of, I'm
2: serious about that. All right, let's do. Let's try it again. Ready? Let's, let's try to do it.
0: My name is Michael, and I'm looking for a sophisticated woman, confident and well-read. A woman who's read the Bible, except all of that shit about Leviticus. I'm looking for a girl with auburn hair, hazel eyes, and a long tongue. I mean like a six-inch tongue. Which seems weird because there wouldn't be anywhere she could put it on me, but until you've choked on a tongue, you have not lived. Ladies, I'm a biter. And I like to be bitten. Seriously, hands, neck, lips, I don't care. Bite me anywhere and I'm on board. ANYWHERE! Girl, what? No? No.
1: Sponsors? What the fuck? (laughs) How dare you? How dare you imply we don't have any sponsors? Why, we've got uh, sponsors all over the joint. Uh, One in particular, our good friend, Fearful Jesuit, runs the Paranoid Strain podcast, which you might know about. He comes to you from his compound in the Bay Area, with monks all over the place yeah i tell you what you you want to talk about a guy with topiary i'm talking about poor people not having it look at that he's got a compound filled with topiary he's he doesn't fear the germ the germ the germ couldn't possibly squeeze through the wall of monks and topiary that he's got there and all the statues of buddha and statues of himself uh you better keep an eye on those statues statues are coming down all over the fucking place uh <laughs> that's my uh, god damn i love it i i think look um fuck christopher columbus I, nobody cares. I don't I don't understand. I don't understand how anybody cares about any of this shit. I really do not. I just don't know, you know, flags and shit like that and statues and and people just look for reasons to gin themselves up into a goddamn fight. This ridiculous nonsense that you would care about a statue of some dude from the 1700s. What the fuck do you care? You literally I. you know what? I don't know, I don't know, and I don't even know any of these fucking guys. There was like Edward Tolson, Sir Edward Tolson's statue came down. I don't know who the fuck that is. That might as well be the Funky Phantom as far as I fucking know. Just a fucking gay fucking ghost who lives in a clock. I, I couldn't tell you. But they're like, these racist slave owners, these these terrible Confederates, and yeah, tear them down. Who the fuck cares? I don't even want and to, they, and they fucking rip them down all over the fucking place, And and I love that people defend them. In England, I think it was, they dragged some fucking slaveholder statue down and a huge crowd. They rolled it through the streets because it's a heavy motherfucker. And then they dump it in the drink like he was full of tea or something. They just fucking throw him over the fucking railing into the goddamn drink. And the guy goes sinking to the bottom and it's like, yeah, fuck you. Brass and copper replica of slave owner. That'll teach you and your ghost. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, Whatever. I, I just do it, right? They shouldn't, because here's the thing: as stupid as tearing him down and throwing him in the ocean is the is having him up in the first place. He's a slave owning fuck. Why is there a statue? It's like all over the South, there's these Jefferson Davis and all these other fucking dudes and 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 Bob Appomattox or whatever the fuck else. And everybody's like, yeah, man, they're they're part of history. Yeah, they're part of the shitty history. You guys lost. Confederacy lost the fucking war. Fuck your flag and fuck your the, the dudes who think they in charge. They were they rebelled against the idea of the United States and tried to fucking they declared war on the United States. They, why do it, it's like putting up a, a fucking statue of Stalin somewhere here in this fucking country. Did we fight Stalin? I don't know if we did. Tojo? who was One of those fuckheads. Mussolini. There you go. How about that? Mussolini hated us. We put up a fucking Mussolini statue. Fucking El Duce. He's up there fucking waving at you. Train's running on time. You're like, tear the statue down. What if you were a black dude who had to go to fucking work every day and look over and see the president of the Confederacy's statue outside your office building? Fuck that guy. He, he literally tried to enslave your great great grandparents and make them build his fucking shed and pick his cotton. Fuck that dude. Throw him in the drink. And I and I I don't know again, I I have to be honest, I don't give a fuck. I understand completely why people are tearing them down and throwing them away. It's it's cathartic and it makes sense and they shouldn't be up in the first fucking place. But also I don't whatever. I I don't it, it, it like I said, I don't care about flags, I don't care about statues. So tear them all the fuck down. What I love is when they always say stuff like, "Oh, what if it was a fat uh, a statue of George Washington? Would you feel the same?" Yeah, I don't give a fuck. It's not my statue. Tear it the fuck down. What if it was Mike Schmidt, the baseball player's statue outside of uh, the baseball park? I, I, so what? I don't give a fuck. I have photos of it. I was there. I took a picture with it. We're done. I don't. I don't need. I don't ever need that statue to exist anymore. Uh, did Mike Schmidt own slaves? God, I hope not. Boy, that would change my whole attitude about that guy. I'll tell you what. I went look, I don't idolize him as a person. I like him as a ball player, certainly. But then they throw these fucking statues. So in England, they throw this fucking statue in the water. And everybody's like, uh, you know, and there was much rejoicing. Yay. And then the next day, like eight white dudes are like, oh, I'll tell you what, let's go get that statue out the fucking water because we love that guy. You don't love Sir Edward Tolson, whatever the fuck his name is. You're just being a contrary asshole. Unless you're thinking of selling the fucking statue on eBay, what the fuck are you doing? And then they just, you know, they had they got all that bad ink, and they're trying to form a human chain into the water to pull the fucking statue. It was like, dude, that thing you saw, like it took a crowd of people to roll the fucking thing on the street. There's there's six fucking dudes here. You don't have enough for pick up basketball, you fuckheads, and you're gonna pull a statue out of the goddamn ocean, idiots. And also, what are you planning on doing? Are you gonna, are you gonna weld it back up? Why? Because Sir fucking Reginald made you a cucumber sandwich sometime? I mean, what the fuck, man? Who cares about statues and flags and any of this shit? But they do. Oh, raw! Right. You can't pull out a statue. We're going to get it underwater, right? Yeah, bleeding jacks. We're going to put it out of your fucking fuck bags. We're going to pull the statue out a bit. We're going to pull it back up because Simon McTulson did a lot for this country. What do you fucking think? Oh, my God. Yeah, he did nothing for this country. He bought slaves. What did he do? Build a house. And also this dumb shit in Washington where they like they the the mayor, the mayor of Washington, D.C. is like, ha ha. We now have named the road outside the White House. Black Lives Matter Road. All right, cool. And we painted it on the street. Black Lives Matter. Good. Will you defund the police? No. What the fuck are you doing with street signs and paint? You, uh, this is why I'm saying it's just so stupid. It's all dumb. It's all dumb. It's like all these, all those fucking dumb things, the statue in the water, the guy's trying to save it, the fucking paint and the street signs. And it's like, I don't, the funniest thing about black lives matter Boulevard or whatever the fuck it is, is the fact that by the white house and if Trump ever has to like drive on it and they got to say, how do I get out of here? He's like, Oh, we go up black lives matter Boulevard and take a left. And he's just like, Oh, that was Geneva street. Whatever the fuck he's all pissed. He's so mad. That's kind of funny. That's just trolling him just as much as he's trolling people by putting these fucking rallies in these fucking cities but that's the thing is that's what we've devolved to everybody's everybody's dunking on everybody and everybody's trolling, and uh and i bitched about this over and over and jesus christ i am so old i need to go create an adventure right i gotta go to machu and maybe even pichu and fucking climb it and do some business do something tell you guys a fucking story because i sat and i thought and i mean there's a couple of stories and there's a couple i don't want to fucking tell you know what i'm like eh, fuck but I guess I could, I I don't know. But I mean, but but also at the same time, this is the shit that's happening, and the world is changing. I think the world is changing, right? You know, he would ask about that fearful Jesuit. This is the worst plug of all time. Sorry, dude. <laughs> so fearful Jesuit hasn't even gotten to the race relations yet. I'm waiting for that show to come up. He's still got his coronavirus two episode. Uh, which is filled with Trump's dumb voice talking about hydroxy, whatever the fuck, and you're just like, oh, just idiot. Um, and and he, you know, he goes on and on about. There's a clip from The Dark Crystal. And it, it just, it's. There are so many stupid people out there, and they are so calmly stupid and so confident that they're not stupid. Uh, and there's a phrase I don't know if I mentioned it last week. There's a phrase he used called. Uh, he said it's a kaleidoscope of refracted stupid. And yes, there's no doubt, no fucking doubt. It's such a drag, man. And, the, and then he just, you know, he, he gets to the heart of it and tears it apart, and he should, and good for him. There's two different coronavirus episodes you can get there in the Apple Podcast Store or the iTunes Store, whatever they're calling it these days. And... uh you know, you can, you can go ahead and, and download it and listen to all the episodes, but listen to the two most recent ones if you want. They're quick hitters. Uh, I think they're like a buck each, they're like an hour each. And then he's he's moving on he's, and he's going to be dealing with political stuff the rest of the year. It's uh, let's put it this way. It's a really good time to be in the conspiracy theory debunking business. And our man, Fearful Jesuit, is at the vanguard of it with the Paranoid Strain podcast, which is available right now in the iTunes store or the Apple podcast store. Go ahead and leave a uh, a, re- a review, if you would, in the store. Mention me. Say you've learned about the show through me and my nonsense. And then I'll, I'll you know, uh, he'll think that I'm great. Thank you, Jesuit. Please think that I'm great. Please make him think that I'm great if you would. Um, If not, it'll be mandatory vaccination and microchipping for all of you. That's right. He talks about that in the ep- episode as well. Um, So please uh, go ahead and download the Paranoid Strain podcast. You can write him a note as well. The paranoid strain at gmail.com, the paranoid strain at gmail.com. Reach out to our buddy, fearful Jesuit. He's got a Facebook page now. I believe it's facebook.com slash the paranoid strain or just put in the paranoid strain on Facebook. It'll come up. You'll go there and join like-minded people and and dissect all of these fucking numbskulls that are out there getting it done poorly, but they're out there and, and eventually you will all come under the fucking scalpel of the goddamn fearful Jesuit and he will carve you up on his goddamn show. Uh, So check it out. Download it today. The paranoid strain podcast starring fearful Jesuit and Danny Unicorn available now in the iTunes store or wherever you get your podcasts. That might be a lie, but go look for it. Why not put it in the search bar? The fuck am I going to do everything for you guys? Uh, You know, cameo exists. As I've mentioned, all of the money I make for cameo in June will be going to, uh, it depends on how much I make. If I don't, if I don't get a giant amount, I might just give it to one charity. I uh, might just give it to the Black Lives Matter charity. But uh, but if if it's, a, you know, a decent amount, maybe I'll divide it up again in between two or three. You know, I I, I want to make I'm going to give an amount that makes a difference. You know what I mean? So I don't I don't want to divvy it up to give 10 bucks to everybody. So we'll figure it out. But uh, at the end of the month, you'll have an accounting. I will tell you that um, I've I've already done one cameo and I have another one on deck. So we've got two. That's two for the month of June. So that's 30 big dollars. Uh, going to uh, charity or charities. Who knows what will happen the rest of the month? We'll see what happens. Um, but thank you for everybody who's thought of me for Cameo. You can download it on your phone, Cameo, get it in the uh, app store, whatever you use. Also, it's bookcameo.com. If you want to just use the web and do that kind of thing, you can find it uh, there and that'd be great, wouldn't it? Of course it would. Uh, <laughs> go to com. Go to the merchandise page and there's an Amazon link there. Why don't you click on that? That'd be cool. Click on the Amazon link and you're going to go shop. anyway, look, you're going to be fucking doing stuff at Amazon anyway. Don't pretend you're not. We all got to give Jeff Bezos some pocket lint. We got to give him a couple of bucks. Got to give him five bucks, ten bucks, whatever he needs. Then I get a taste of that. Um, I don't know where we're giving him money. When was the last time Jeff Bezos handled cash? Let me ask you that. When was the the last time Jeff Bezos saw a five dollar bill? Really, even a twenty dollar bill. Does he have a money clip with just like, you know, literally he should have a money clip with just a note in it that says, fuck you, I'm Jeff Bezos. Whenever anybody asks him to pay for something, he'd be like, Oh, okay, hold on a second. Reach in, fish out the money clip and go, oh, check this out. Fuck you, I'm Jeff Bezos. Just walk away. Take everything you want, do whatever you need to do. Um but I don't, I don't have that kind of power. So I need you to go ahead and go to the merchandise page at MikeSchmidtComedy.com. Click on the Amazon link and go do all your shopping, all the best shopping that you could possibly do. You're the, I don't mean to, and I apologize, but go do that shopping and bring me with you. And then I get a taste. Take me with you, and I will get some stuff done. I'll get a taste of the gig, and I appreciate you thinking of me. That's perfect. Thank you. Uh, so that's Amazon. That's Cameo. Oh, Twitch. You know, I got a Twitch channel. Let's talk about that real quick. The Twitch channel exists, twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy. I'm on there playing games all the time. I will tell you this. um, We've been playing Jackbox puzzle games for a while. uh, But there's a game called The Last of Us 2 that comes out this week. And I'm going to be buying that and playing it the day it comes out. So as you know, I played The Last of Us before. It was very affecting. I found it to be a very moving game. Um, There was a scene... uh, uh, (laughs) <laughs> and and it's funny, I echoed it on a show I talked about where, you know, they were coming to the end of their journey and he looked out on the city and the city was overgrown by overgrown by foliage and there was plants and wrecked cars. And then there were just giraffes loping through a cityscape. And I was like, yeah, leave it to the fucking animals. We fucked this up. Let them have it. And in real life, we, you know, every second of every day, every breath brings us closer to me going, yeah, you know, what just let the animals fucking take it. See if they can fucking make something out of it because we sure didn't. Um, so if you want to follow me at twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy, you can do that. Uh, and then you can subscribe. That gives me some dough. You can use your Amazon Prime and you get subscribed. gives me five bucks. Again, Bezos doesn't need it. Um, or you can give whatever amount you want. There's tier one, tier two, tier three subscriptions. Come and watch me play games. Like I said, I'll be playing Jackbox Puzzles until The Last of Us comes out, probably. I might do some Sekiro, wave a sword around for a while. Um, but then I'll be doing Last of Us 2 all the way through to the end. I'm excited to play it. I'm, 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 that comes out later this week. So I'll be doing that. And that'll be fun. Join us. Twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy. I hope you'll come and have a good time. Um, What else are there? Told you about Amazon. Told you about that Twitch channel. Got some cameo to talk about. Uh, oh, YouTube. You know, we got a YouTube channel. Let's talk about that. There's not much to talk about. youtubecom slash the 40 year old boy. Go and follow the channel if you would. All of the podcasts go up there. You can use that and listen there. Uh, that generates a, a very, a very small amount of revenue, a pittance, because I wind up using Mex's songs and then people come for copyright stuff. So I got to figure out a way around that. But, uh, and, but I don't know. There's no way around it. The second they hear it, they send a fucking note where they basically glom onto the cash, which is fine. But still listen to the shows on YouTube. If you do, I appreciate it very much. But more importantly, subscribe because the more we build up the numbers over there, the more YouTube will take notice. And I'd appreciate that very much. Now am am I giving you stuff to, to subscribe for? Probably not just the podcasts, but uh, if you would do it, so you'll be on deck and then when stuff does go up, you'll be notified and yay. Won't we all be happy and I'll be in Scotland before you. That'd be fantastic. Um, so go to youtube.com slash the 40 year old boy, become a member there uh, or follow the channel. I should say just like twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy, go ahead and follow that and become a, a, a member not a member, but you're just following. We're all following. That's all we're doing. <laughs> that's that's what exists. Uh Patreon exists as well. Uh, you know, and so let's talk about, you know, we talk about this all the time. Financially, you can help the show by using the Amazon link, by you know, watching YouTube videos, by coming to Twitch and subscribing, that gives me money as well. Um, and then there's Patreon. If you want to become a patron at Patreon, that's pretty cool. Uh, it would certainly help me out. Patreon.com slash the 40-year-old boy. You'll find me on there, or just put in, I think it's just put in Mike Schmidt or the 40 year old boy, you'll find me, but I'm pretty sure it's patreon.com slash the 40 year old boy. Why well, don't I just fucking look it up now so we don't have this fucking controversy anymore? I, you know, you, it's literally one button I've got to push. And there we go. Hold on. There we go. Patreon.com slash Mike40YOB. Patreon.com slash Mike40YOB. Uh, you can go there, become a Patreon of this show, a patron of this show, I guess is what I'd say. And that would help me out immeasurably. Thank you so much for thinking of me. And also, if you want to just give dough, give dough. Uh, that's Pete Townsend singing give blood, but he's singing give dough. Give dough and leave dough between brothers. Um, You can go ahead and and, and just pay money if you'd like on the website. If you go to MikeSchmidtComedy.com, In the upper left-hand corner of every page, there's a little schmitty with his pocket out. And he's like, hi, how you doing? I need money. And you can click on him and send. Either you can sign it to become a a recurring payment on PayPal, or you can send a one-time payment on PayPal. And let's talk about who did that this week. Let me do this. It's like a drum roll with a pen. Our friend Lawrence, I'm going to say Skamelia. It could be Shamelia. But I'm going to say Scamelia, our buddy Lawrence reached out and sent me a donation via PayPal. And and, uh, and thank you, so Lawrence. Let me tell you a little bit about Lawrence. All right. When I saw the name pop up that he had sent a donation, I, I will not lie. I was taken aback. That's a name I haven't seen since like the first two years of the podcast. He used to write me on Facebook a lot. He was like a long distance runner, if I remember correct. And I think he's a, he's on the East Coast somewhere. I, look, I don't want to give too much away about our boy Lawrence. I, fuck, I got his I got his last name wrong. Scamelia or Shamelia. It could be Scamelia, Scamalia, Hassan Pfeffer Incorporated. I'm not sure it's one of those. Um... But he used to, he used to, we used to correspond back in the day, man. I'm going to say like 2010, that's 10 years ago. I remember he would post on Facebook, he would chime in on shows, and he was always very complimentary and super nice to me. And for him to reemerge 10 years later and give money on top of it, boy, oh boy, Lawrence, uh, it was a surprise to see your name, but goddamn it was a welcome surprise. And I thank you so much for thinking of me. Thank you so much for caring about the show after so long i i wonder if you've listened to this whole time if you have that's fantastic and if you're just rediscovering it that's cool too go to youtube to get anything you missed um and i hope you're healthy and i hope you're safe and i hope your parents are good and i hope everything's good for you and and everything's gone well in the interval and the times that we have uh, not spoken but thank you so much for thinking of me thank you for thinking of the show thank you for sending along some financial support because this is the time to do it as I've mentioned to everybody you know the, the germ is here and every other goddamn thing is taking us apart so why not be a Lawrence go ahead and be a Lawrence do a PayPal donation or send uh, become a Patreon patron uh, all of that works out great thank you so much and Lawrence thank you for thinking of me and for uh, for staying with the show as long as you have or rediscovering like I said or you might hate the fucking show but you just went you know what I remember that dude who was pretty cool 10 years ago well i haven't changed i'm still the same fucking guy still need money so thanks man for sending it that my way um and i and i appreciate it very much you're cool to think of me thank you and uh uh it's it's amazing to me that people listen as long as they do that people have been involved in this show forever i've talked about it before i have people who were 13 14 years old who write me and they're like yeah i know i listened to you in high school i did this now they're uh our friend ash our friend ash is having a baby as she's listened forever and now she's having a kid and it's like, God, good Christ. And I don't know if it's gonna be Bomb Pop or Chinese Rick. I haven't answered her text because I'm that guy. She texted me, I think I think she texted me like 10 days ago, maybe even longer. And uh, and I have not answered, look, if you have a text, this was the weekend I was gonna answer all correspondence. Now eh, the works have been gummed up a little bit, but I please know if you've sent me a note, I've I've uh, if you sent me an email, I've read it. If you sent me a text um, I, I might not have read it yet. I, because it's, I don't open them on purpose because I don't want to then show, leave you on read. You know what I mean? So I, it's terrible. It's a, it's, it's a bad system. <laughs> and same thing with Facebook, man. I like, if you've sent me a Facebook message and I haven't answered it, uh, I probably haven't even opened it yet because I mean, if I open it, I got to answer it. And if, and then, uh, and I'm, and I want to do that. Certainly it's just, eh, you know, man, with the germ and the quarantine and the staring, <laughs> All of that stuff with the sleeping at odd hours—that's that's fucking cropped up again. That's fucking shit is happening to me now. Here's what I'm doing, man. I stay up. Uh, it's just I'm in this fucking cycle. I'll be reading, like i you know I'll finish streaming whatever the fuck, and I'll suddenly like at midnight I'll be like ah oh, kind of sleepy, and then I'll fall asleep on the couch for four hours or four and a half hours, and then it's four thirty, and I'm like what am I gonna do? Go to bed? Because I'm wide awake at that fucking point. So then I I go online until like eight in the morning. And this has been going on now for two weeks where it's just that fucking weird three hour nap in the middle of the night that keeps me up until eight. And it's uh, what are you doing, man? So uh, I got to fix that because, again, the real world's coming back. You know, they're, they're letting us back. Everybody's coming back. The germ is to be ignored. You know that nobody cares about the germ anymore. It's been put on the shelf. The germ is fine. We've defeated the germ, ladies and gentlemen. Have you heard? We've defeated it in Mortal Kombat. Pay no attention to those spikes. That I talked about in Florida and Texas and California, which both Florida and Texas's governors are saying it's because they're testing more. That's my favorite thing of all time. Oh no no, we don't have any more cases. We're just testing more so we know about the cases. Oh really? So you're you're telling me that for then for months you had more sick people that you were telling us. Oh no 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 no, that's not. We haven't had any numbers until now. So we don't we don't think anybody was sick until what this week? You fucking liars! How dare you? It's this is. Look, I don't have any trust in the history books in this fucking country to report any of this shit correctly going forward. I mean, in Texas, they write their own fucking symbols of history and shit that Tulsa Wall Street thing. I never fucking heard about until three years ago. I learned about it. and it was like, what the fuck? God damn. We we are taught the wrong fucking things all the time, man. All the fucking time. Uh, I think I actually use the phrase Bob Appomattox. I think I may have learned that in my high school. That's how it was. I was taught I was taught in social studies by Mr. Harvey about our good friend Bob Appomattox. Terrible. Unbelievable. And uh and and I don't have any faith in them to report this the proper way that people avoided and they yelled about masks and people were mean to everybody and being dicks all the fucking time. And now and now Trump's doing these rallies. And here's my favorite part. Remember when he was like, uh, oh, it's a liberal hoax, oh it's gonna take me down, oh you know, it's going away, oh, it's being controlled. Yeah. Well, now he's going to have these rallies and if you go to the rally, you got to sign a release stating that you won't sue Trump or anybody else in the fucking government if you get COVID-19 from the fucking rally. So he's encouraged all of these motherfucking yahoos, these, these, these sentient yeehaws that they're going to come and go to this fucking thing and everything and not to wear a mask. No social distancing, no mask, pack the joint. I'm doing a rally. It's going to be fucking amazing. Amazing. Uh, oh, by the way, if you get sick and die, not my fault. Remember that germ I told you about to not worry about? We got to worry about it to the point where you literally have to commit your signature to a piece of paper telling us that you will not sue us in case you get fucking sick just because you wanted to watch my giant beaming orange fucking Teletubby son face staring down at you from a podium and being mean to the blacks. You wanted to be in the room for that fucking special moment. And and now you got to sign a piece of paper. I So I hope... And and look, we're all hoping that that fucking germ runs rampant at these rallies and takes people the fuck out. Moms, dads, kids, parents, I don't give a fuck. You go to this thing without a mask and you cheer and you sweat on people and you yell and you hoop and holler at him talking about how much the press sucks and how much he's ruining this fucking country and you go crazy for it. You deserve it. You deserve to get that fucking germ spiked into your lungs like Billy White Johnson spiking a football and doing a crazy dance. You fucking idiot. Enjoy it. Enjoy your germ. Sign away your life. Do that, please. Sign the piece of paper because I, I want it. I want that to happen. And I want Oklahoma to run out of ventilators in like 12 days because everybody's got it. And then they brought it home and they gave it to their fucking parents and their kids. Just a fucking swath. Just a huge... Orange Ocean Spray cranberry logo haircut, fucking version of Trump's head swath on a chart cuts through Oklahoma and puts everybody in the fucking ground, because and they signed it away. That'll be the best part. Oh, I I died in a, in a great cause. I heard Trump make fun of fucking uh, Malcolm X. It was the best ever. Oh, I I was in a room of twelve thousand people and I got to hear Trump. Make fun of Ted Lange, the fucking bartender from from Love Boat, because he was mean to him once back in the fucking 80s. Get fucking bombed. You idiots. I hope you all die going to these fucking rallies. Yay. We love our racist president. Where do I sign my life away? Oh, it's right here. Same thing in Vegas. Vegas is open. Vegas casinos are fucking open. I watched clips from them and I saw you know, I probably saw eight masks in a two minute clip of somebody walking all through a casino, not counting the employees. The employees have tons of masks on. They got a mask on their fucking masks. But the best is at the entrance of every casino. There's just like this placard, like a fucking cardboard placard. And it says, by entering, you acknowledge that you waive the Cosmopolitan Inn and Hotel where any responsibility if you attract COVID-19. It's like you fucking dicks. You know what? I, you know, I I, I can't fault them. And I can't fault people for doing it because I tell you what, they're in Vegas because they want to gamble. Well, you want to gamble? Don't wear a mask to a fucking casino. You're gambling the whole fuck. You want action? You got fucking action. The second you walk in the fucking door, you walk in no mask and there you go. You got it all on the line. You're rolling box cards and waiting to see what the fuck has happened. Some pit balls will come over with three free drinks and you drank those and you gave your fucking life away just by walking in the fucking door as they recirculate that air over and over and over and you just wanted to what? I don't know. Walk in in your flip flops and your I'm with stupid shirt and try to play fucking five dollar blackjack and bitch and moan at the Asian dealer because she's not from here, then you deserve to choke to fucking death on whatever fucking recirculated germ air they pump into your fucking lungs because you couldn't even read the fucking placard on the way in. You didn't give a fuck. You just wanted to be in Vegas. Ha ha, Vegas, baby. Swingers, let's do it. Let's fucking make it happen. And yeah, guess what? You're gambling, all right? You've laid it all on the line. You went all in the second you walked in the fucking building. You pushed all your chips to the center of the fucking table, and you right now are holding a two and a seven and it flop came all paint. King, Queen, Jack, you got no fucking chance you gotta fold but you won't you're stupid you'll fucking hold on you'll see the turn and you'll see the fucking river and you'll get nothing and you'll fucking eat it and you will be fucking done and you'll have to walk away from the table with your complimentary keychain on your way to your fucking grave you're gonna walk out of the casino and step directly into a hole in the fucking ground like in the old cartoons and your ghost will float out of you with a fucking harp and on your way up to heaven a pit boss will take the harp because you actually owe for a fucking marker you left at the fucking table you fucking idiot you gambled your life away in flip-flops just to walk in the corner. PODCAST!
2: PODCAST! Podcast. Podcast.